0: R.I.P. 2021 We're in 2022
1: right. Rest now Rest in Piss 2021 Rest in we, Piss 2021 We hated you, you sucked you suck (laughs) it was a bad time i didn't like it the end of 2021 was good for me personally but generally as a year not good bad vibes.
0: yeah i had a lot of really good stuff happen in 2021 still was an overall kind of you have to bad vibe
1: a new year what you have to do is judge excuse me the new year purely based on an overall experience you can't go day to day because that's ridiculous yeah. who gets that you have to purely base it on how well or poorly uh you did as a whole mm-hmm. and i think everybody did pretty poorly i don't want to judge <laughs> i think as a nation we did very bad yeah, we, it was, we dropped the ball in a big way in a way that i didn't really drop the ball others dropped the ball and yeah then they were like how could you possibly <laughs> drop the ball and I was like, I, you never even passed me the ball. I never even had it. You always had the ball.
0: A lot of people in power really dropped really the ball. Really dropped
1: that ball. And then, and then somehow it's my fault. And you're like, motherfucker, yeah. I didn't even get in. I'm not. I'm on the bench over here. You, you dropped you the ball. You won't even let me tag you. You won't in. even let me play. You, you're going to blame this? I'm starting to wonder if we're even on the team. I don't team. even think we are. I think... <laughs> I think we're just, like, here to, like, get the balls back to the team and, like, do laundry and stuff. And they keep saying we're going to get to play, and we don't. I'm starting to not believe them.
0: They keep telling us to let us play, but I think we're the mascots at this point. I don't even think we're that. I don't even think (laughs) we're that. Um, but I I got a question for you, Holden. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any New Year's
1: resolutions? see my wife asked me this she is a uh a resolute uh when it comes to making a a new year's resolution uh she does one annually and uh i don't understand because this is just a thing to me that people say they're gonna do and then never follow through on they're like oh wouldn't it be great if i like did you know like lost 50 pounds this year and then they're like oh what a pipe dream would love to do that. Maybe that'll be my resolution. And that's just something like you work towards. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's ethereal. It's unobtainable. You'll never achieve it. But, you know, you work on yourself. Um, every single time my wife sets a New Year's resolution, she achieves it. And I am so in awe of her doing this <laughs> that I am in- I'm intimidated to start my own. Because I know that <laughs> my resolution type is I'm just going to work hard at this thing and hopefully I'll get better at it. And hers is, like, clear-cut accomplishables. Mm-hmm. Like, she pledged to read, uh, like, a certain amount of books, and I was like, oh, well, last year you read one. So, like, you know, obviously you just want to read more books. Good for you. I'm glad. No, she accomplished that number. She, like, <laughs> checked off, checked it off her, and she's like, oh, yeah, and I would like to work out, like, every day. And I was like, okay, well, that's a lot. And she did that, too. And I'm like, fucking, jeez, okay. I gotta... <laughs> She's a go getter. Yeah, and she keeps asking me. She's like, "What's your New Year's resolution?" I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I gotta think about it." Um, and that's just to buy time because I, I, I gotta, so I gotta come up with something vague enough that I could accomplish it, but also is just like a thing that I can keep working on, you know, to be better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would like to. I'd like to run more. I read. I read a lot this year. That was sort of my goal. Was I want to read more books last year, and I did. I read over twenty books. Um, which was a good for me, because um, I did like a lot of them, and I didn't like some of them. So that was that was a good ratio. And so this year, I would just like to... Because I like running. It used to be a thing that I did all the time, uh, and I do enjoy it, because no one talks to me while I do it. Uh, and I can take my dog, which is also nice. So I kind of want to try to run more. I'm not saying like every day, like my, my iron-willed wife, but, uh, <laughs> you know, often... This is the year of me picking up hobbies that I fell off of. You know. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Um like you're going to you're going to be a game a big time gamer. Oh yeah, again, I'm going to be a cuz you're going to have a I'm PC. Be a
1: big time gamer. I'm going to run 3 miles and then run <laughs> and then run right up to my gaming PC. When <gasps> how will I have time to uh you know, take care of a household and spend time with my wife? <laughs> Those are questions for the future. I that's not my new year's resolution. <laughs> i'll have to juggle some stuff but i'll figure it out hopefully you know what what mm-hmm. is your new year's resolution you seems like you have one
0: um i i'm going to do something small that i've already started working on uh and that's my new year's resolution is this year i'm going to make another podcast make a, because oh i'm my
1: God. <laughs> i've got brain worms. she's a glutton for punishment <laughs> she's like hey you know this <gasps> time-consuming thing that we do uh usually just once a week. What if I doubled that? And and not <laughs> only I, no co-host, I do all of the writing uh, of I'm going to write it myself. Do all the writing and voice acting and recording and editing and uploading myself and promoting myself. I'm just going to do it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know I don't know why I have to be like this, but uh at a certain point earlier this year I got struck with an idea and I couldn't not do it and that idea was for whatever reason I need I think I'm a person who has to do things serial mm. like it has to be a constant progression type of thing I can't just be like okay I'm going to um I'm going to like have an outline and plot things out no I need to like I want to make things piece
1: by piece essentially well godspeed i only want the best for you i don't know why you do this to yourself but if, <laughs> if this is what your resolution is so be it uh um, but you know what we should do lexi we should do this podcast We should do this so podcast. let's not let's not get carried away with our dreams and aspirations
0: yeah um so uh welcome to a study in sakuga a podcast where two friends investigate anime together I am the anime Sherlock Lexi. And I am your anime Watson Holden. Uh, we are watching Cowboy Bebop. Yes, for the
1: fifth week in a row, uh, it's back on the Bebop. We're with the Beboys, and now Be Girls. No, that doesn't. Right, that's not good. Um, hmm. Well, I, I have thoughts about Edward. Okay. Well, I'm sure I. Okay. So. We have to we have to wait. We can't do this at the top of the episode because yeah, we can't do this at the top. I was confused um, a, a couple of times, so uh, it seems like this is there's some meat on this bone here for us to chew on.
0: I, I there might be some meat on this bone, um, because uh, fans of Cowboy Bebop, uh well, some fans of Cowboy Bebop. I was going to say Bebop. let's
1: be specific. I know let's let's yeah. say let's just call a spade a spade. Mhm.
0: Uh are have thoughts about Edward. Uh and their thought their thoughts like my thoughts. Uh which we'll get to. Okay. Well, but in the meantime, uh this episode is session 9 jamming with jamming Edward.
1: Jamming with with uh, Edward uh who I guess we'll get to. Um yeah, I also okay. Maybe you can convince me to like Edward. I think I think it
0: might be possible for me to convince you to like now, Edward. No, I've
1: only seen exactly two episodes that have Edward in them. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward has not has not uh, grabbed me in the same way. Well, maybe I'll warm up. I'm kind of warming up to Faye, so. Okay. Right uh, boy, this episode sure opens on HAL 9000.
0: Yeah, it sure opens on HAL 9000. With the little red,
1: and... The red dot and everything.
0: The red dot and everything, and what's Hal Nine Thousand doing? Is making the Nazca lines.
1: I was like, "You telling me a robot made the Nazca lines? Is that what we're we're agreeing on?" Hm. Well, these
0: ones, at least, he this uh the satellite made
1: apparently. Um, See there, and it was not clear to me that this was in the future. Mm-hmm. It was. It could have been in the past. I guess.
0: It could have. Um, but, uh, we cut from the Naska lines being made
1: to Edward. To our last protagonist. We, we found- Our last protagonist. We found them. Uh, they're here. Uh, they are hooked up to a computer. They're in the metaverse.
0: Yeah, they're- <laughs> oh, Fuck.
1: <laughs> they're in the metaverse. They're, they're- they're swimming through the yeah. metaverse,
0: which uh, looks like a whole bunch of web pages in water it with does. fish. There
1: is fish in there. I did appreciate the fish every single time. They just kind of loop the same surfing the web uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see the same couple of fish every single time. <laughs> and boy, I was delighted every single time I got to see those <laughs> fish. I was like, "Ooh, ooh there's the octopus. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah edward is using like some uh hologram goggles uh that look like you know just some like swimming goggles, yeah, it, essentially
1: uh, edward's got a pair of oculus which you need to get in the metaverse you know to mm-hmm. sort of uh, interact with uh zuckerberg's space as they call it in mm-hmm. the future um the the computer is saying hey just I'm just giving Edward constant weather updates. Like, hey, ten percent chance of a rock shower. Don't worry about it. It's it's yeah. fine. Rock
0: shower, okay. It's not. Don't nothing to worry about too much. Uh, the rocks are good, and uh, that they seem to be happen having a fine time listening to the radio, browsing the web, right. and then they see that uh, the bebop is apparently uh, in the sector and on its way to Earth,
1: which. I, they apparently know the Bebop. They were looking for the Bebop, mm-hmm. so they are a fan of. They're a of fan of the Bebop of the Bebop. Um, much like you, viewer, <laughs> much like us <laughs> here on this podcast, are a fan of the Bebop. If only uh-huh. we two could hack into the Bebop and make them take us with them on their adventures. Alas, yeah. we have to just watch them. Uh. It is... Edward's in a kind of destroyed city. Earth is fucked up. Yeah, Earth seems kind Earth's, of fucked I, up. We'll get into Earth more later. Um, but we do get to the the Bebop as it approaches Earth. Um, Jet is hard at work on his bonsai. Seems to be getting mm-hmm. better. Good for him.
0: Uh, Spike is just kind of chilling. Spike and Faye are chilling. Um, and they're watching the TV and like there's a news segment going on and they're talking about the nazca lines that were just made on earth and they cut to yuri they bring in uh (laughs) yuri kellerman yeah who is a guy who sounds like peter laurie
1: yuri kellerman freak (laughs) that guy is uh it's amazing that they predicted the aliens guy from ancient aliens a good Mm -hmm. two decades before that show went on television
0: Oh, you have to know that those people existed before the Ancient Aliens I know, showed. but they, you know.
1: like, this guy's a little freak with big hair, right? And he's got, like, uh-huh. a, like a coat on. And the only thing I know about Ancient Aliens is that that guy's a little freak <laughs> with a coat on and got big hair. So, <laughs> like, we were all around with the ancient memes, aliens memes, you know, happened. So, yeah. like, I don't, yeah. this guy seems like a forerunner. I don't like this guy. I would not have him on my segment. To sort of talk yeah, like this <laughs> about aliens into the microphone, mm, it could be it could be from another planet. It's
0: it really seems like the the news station just had him on there to dunk on. He really on him, did, kind because of,
1: because in the segment where he's like insisting it's like <gasps> aliens from a from outer space, which I guess they all live in outer space, so it's not that far fetched. But the news anchor was like, "Well, actually, the police say that they think it's a prank." <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, like, we a- actually <laughs> saw that it was done by some hijacked satellites. <laughs> it's a so prank, We think bro. it was a prank.
1: It's a prank. It's just a prank. You ever just make the Nazca lines as a prank? Come on, bro. It's funny. Uh, there is
0: there is a bounty out on all, on the prankster, whoever they may be. Whoever they may be.
1: Uh, and that's the secondary uh, secondary purpose of this news broadcast is to let people know there's a bounty on, on this uh, hacker prankster. And the Bebop, the Bebop crew is like, oh, hmm, a for bounty? real? And I didn't even have to watch the Bounty Hunter show? Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, fucking uh, hate, so the Bebop... I fucking
1: hate Yuri Killerman. He's got a bad profile. It's <laughs> He's got a bad vibe. He's got a bad vibe. I don't like him. I hope I never see him again.
0: Yeah, um... <laughs> so, the Bebop is uh, alerted to this bounty, and... Uh, it seems like, uh... (laughs) Spike's out. Faye, yeah, Faye and Jet are about it. Uh, Spike is not.
1: Spike's like, what the fuck do you Uh, want me to do? You want me to go ask people if they hacked a satellite? That sounds lame. What, I I can't get shot doing that. (laughs) No, thank you. This...
0: This is lame to me. You go have fun talking to nerds and shit.
1: I'm going to kick it here and not do any of that non-dangerous shit, actually. And and Jet Black, not a great look for Jet Black. He's like, oh, but that means I would have to work with a woman. (laughs) Jet Jet Black really said, fellas, is it gay to work with a woman? (laughs) No, Jet. It's not He's gay. like, Oh, i not take instructions from ladies and I'm like I I saw the next episode Jet Yes you do. Yes,
0: yes you, you do actually do actually Jet. <laughs> uh I do I do like the uh shot of uh Faye digging a heel into Jet's boot
1: though. She's uh, so mean to him she's she's mean to him but he's being being mean to her well you know what faye deserves it i don't think anybody anybody (laughs) who's watched cowboy bebop can say faye valentine does not deserve to be mean to (laughs) she's mean to everybody she She eats all their food she doesn't help a lot
0: (laughs) she is an instigator Yeah,
1: she's mean about it and then jet's like actually you're being really mean and faye's like i'm just gonna step on your foot with my my (laughs) high-heeled boot fuck you (laughs) Um
0: we cut to a different newscast that seems to be talking to someone who actually knows their shit. Um and they're like, "Yeah, there's a well, ever since uh the the moon got blown up by the uh gate explosion we saw in a few episodes
1: prior." Yeah, blew, remember when they blew uh, up the moon? How could you forget? Remember? When? You couldn't forget, couldn't forget blowing, blowing up, up the, moon. the moon. I was very excited when they blew up the moon. But, uh, Earth's been
0: fucked up by moon rocks ever since.
1: Uh, that's what the rock shower forecast was about, is it, Mm -hmm. the moon just keeps blowing, or maybe it doesn't keep blowing up, but it keeps just hucking rocks at the planet.
0: Yeah, it, it, there seems to be, like, a loose ring around Earth now of, like, space debris.
1: Also. (laughs) And rocks. Also, there's a little, um. Thing at the bottom of the screen that uh says this program is being broadcasted in 12 languages so if you don't speak english you can watch it presumably yeah uh i yeah. do think it's extremely funny that this program is broadcasted in 12 languages and probably in every single one of them uh the the man with the turban probably has a a stereotypical <laughs> indian accent Like, come on. Yes. You're like, you're basically (laughs) telling me this is being translated live right now, which means they might not even be speaking English and that's how you went with it? Come on. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sometimes, you know, the the voice directors aren't really thinking it all the way through.
1: I don't even think that was a problem with the original. I, I would bet real money to you right now that in the Japanese version like the Japanese the the like the Japanese voice actor version of this show that dude did not have an accent that was purely an american decision when they translated the episode mhm dollars to donuts yeah. that that guy just talked like a guy and then they were like oh well he's in a turban and it's 1995 so i guess let's get <laughs> let's get our worst worst dude that we work with in here to do his best <laughs> his best offensive accent it's fine this guy looks sharp uh, Good for him he's fucking rocking that suit and turban Girl. yeah he looks cool rad, well. I, I, like I like this guy. guy i can't believe we have to watch the the bounty hunter show instead of this handsome dude
0: <laughs> this is uh, this science guy honestly rocks i i like to i like that he's out and about in the universe and like doing bits doing um like new segments yeah. for people
1: now the we get a little backstory on earth here Is that since the moon blew up and there's like rock showers, most people live underground or at least Mm -hmm. in the the shelter that they won't be fucked up by the moon bits that are falling.
0: Yeah. Uh, And like a a good deal of uh, underground tunnels has been made for like supercomputers. So it's
1: basically the worst part of Fallout 3. (laughs) It's just walking around in tunnels uh, Mm -hmm. on a fucked up planet. Um but we do cut back yeah. to Edward here, who is Yeah,
0: we see Edward who is being pursued by the police and they're doing a bad they job. They sure
1: of it. are. Um <gasps> It's fun to see <laughs> these just like regular dude cops just like like we mm-hmm. got this small child surrounded, and then
0: uh <laughs> Edward just immediately hacks into their police vehicle and just fucking crashes.
1: Fucking also,
0: I don't think we've described Edward no, yet.
1: we should probably do that. Um, a, f- Edward. a frog. <laughs> a frog with uh, red I'd... hair and a crop top.
0: Uh, a tan-skinned kid of of, uh, probably young teenager, we'll say, maybe like 13.
1: Yeah,
0: we'll say 13-14. Uh, bright red hair. Uh, wearing a crop top and, like, some, some, like, bike shorts, yeah. essentially. I,
1: I imagine this is just shit that you find on the planet, right? Is Yeah. It's not a bad look. No. And the honestly. goggles, the goggles, she got some Digimon goggles, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Digimon goggles are good. The Digimon goggles completed, uh, I think. This look is also pretty ambiguous,
1: of the gender <laughs> it really is i so i was like the voice actor is a woman i can tell
0: definitely, definitely a, lady. a
1: lady but uh edward is i think usually pretty mm-hmm. unambiguously a uh, uh, dude's name yes yeah. so and it's hard to tell with also uh edward's full name is uh Oh, what the fuck is it? (laughs) Did you write that down? I did not write that down. It's Radical Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Which also does not hint one way or the other. So, uh, Edward is very- is an ambiguous character, I would say.
0: Yeah. Uh, and... They... uh, We'll get more into this, but there are hints that this, uh, person might not be the gender everyone thinks they are. Uh... Is what we are. What to me, this uh, visual representation of a character is telling me.
1: I mean, I would normally say that I I don't know if if a anime from the nineties has the foresight to do that, but actually, I think that this is the one exception. I actually think that yeah. this might be the one that actually thought about that and definitely coded that on purpose into the character.
0: Yeah. Uh, we see eventually later that there is some, uh, sloppy writing onto this, but, you know. Again, you
1: have to wonder how much gets lost in the, in the, the
0: localization for. I actually, I actually went back and that's, that's in the sub mm-hmm. as well. Interesting. Uh, but, uh, before we get there, cause that's a, a long ways off, uh, we see, uh, Jet and Faye leaving the Bebop. And Spike is asleep on the couch. Yep.
1: And Edward just hacks into their computer. <gasps> Edward is almost incongruous with the universe that Edward lives in. <laughs> see, see in in avoiding using a pronoun to describe mm-hmm. Edward, because I'm not sure, I have inadvertently started talking about edward the way edward talks about themselves i can't fucking <laughs> see believe this it. is another reason like this is uh
0: they only refer to themselves in the third person so there's some stuff going on here <laughs> i it's, don't know i'm just
1: saying ed is so cute that <laughs> you're like oh wow this is like a different show you can't you yeah, came from this a different is... show
0: uh yeah i like i actually do kind of like the little the little representation edward has of himself it's like whenever they hack into something this little like smiley face yeah smiley face um
1: and i like how that's visually represented hacking in the future you get like a little cute smiley face on your on your computer (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can know
0: when someone's hacking your computer just because like their little <laughs> emoticon is going to pop, pop up and you you're like start oh, fuck taunting I'm getting you. hacked.
1: It's so adorable. <gasps> also, <laughs> uh did you see I barely caught this, but did you see um one of the names as uh Edward is hacking? That um, like, no, it's I didn't. looking on there at the police database, it's Thomas Wayne. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fucking, we've got Batman here, boys. Batman.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thomas Wayne is wanted for kidnapping. So something (laughs) to think about. Something to think about.
0: Maybe Uh, it's robbery.
1: Maybe Thomas Wayne is on the robbery section. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, that's what happens when you're rich. You rob people.
0: Yep. Uh. So Faye is trying to like figure out. Uh. Like. Where this signal that uh, got into the satellite came from by just kind of scanning the emitters, it's all over the fucking place. Jet is going to go boots on the ground oh, yeah. and
1: talk to people. He's going to win some hearts and minds. He's going to talk to the people about who this fucking hacker could possibly be. And this is where my oh. thought, uh comparison really... Uh, rubber meets the road because it, I fucking saw this dilapidated subway train tunnel and I was like, "Don't fucking send me back there." I got so lost in this in DC, begging you not to.
0: Um, but there people actually live in this subway station, like
1: quite a few people. Actually, a lot of people. It's actually very packed. We get a, a pretty wide array of, um, of people. Yeah, we get
0: a, we get some. Uh, <laughs> we get a variety of guys here. <laughs> um. Dudes rock. Dude. <laughs> it's Dude's rock
1: because
0: we get we get a hippie looking guy um like straight out of the 70s chain uh, smoking just chain smoking be, big glasses that you can see jet reflected in cool
1: detail by the way that you can see jet's face reflected in yeah moves
0: this guy has ed merch yeah. on his vest true,
1: he does um uh we got uh just a variety of kids i like how like people and kids in this subway i like how these shots of his interviewing are interspersed with like him walking just like a close-up of his feet mm-hmm. i think that's a cool detail and saves you yeah. so much from animating him actually walking around talking to people
0: yeah this uh, this repeated clip of his boots is good and it's well animated it's a good thing they kept and reused Artfully
1: that done hmm
0: Uh I want to point out uh another guy is the guy who has like a uh a who seems to live in like a in a subway car. Sure. And he's got a whole bunch of
1: clutter around him. And he's got a few Tamagotchis. Oh does he? Oh shit, yeah. he does have Tamagotchis. Holy shit. Good for him. You know yeah. what? It's gotta be pretty boring living on the bombed out shell of Earth, right? You gotta have some virtual mm-hmm. pets to take care of.
0: Yeah, he looks like an old. You know, you wizard.
1: cycle through him. He looks like an old wizard.
0: Yeah, he's got a cool walking stick. Like it. It's good. Some big bottles of alcohol. All,
1: yeah, all of Jet's walking eventually leads him to a kid who mm-hmm. is uh, hawking some wares. Um, every the the main thing to take away from this scene is that nobody can. Everyone agrees that it's probably radical Edward that is, mm-hmm. is hacking the satellite but no one can agree on <laughs> no what one... radical <laughs> edward looks like
0: yeah uh Ed- radical edward is appears to be a lot
1: of things uh like a big um, old basketball player uh, a, uh, a drag a queen, drag queen. <laughs> there are many um, different people saying many different things about radical just a edward. fucking alien an alien that's my favorite um jet gets the most useful bit of information from the kid at the very end yeah um and the kid's like well since you're here um and i did help you out so much with my useful bit of information that said he was a six foot tall basketball player uh, why don't you buy some earth souvenirs uh and so jet does buy some ancient peeps yep ancient peeps some clearly hundreds
0: of year old peeps Yep, yeah, uh, these Piyokos, uh, <laughs> uh, I like the fact that no one remote, no one but people of Earth know Remember what, what peeps, the fuck are. peeps
1: are. And they're rebranding them as Earth Souvenirs.
0: Yeah. Like um, Ed has hacked into the satellite, uh, but finds out that no one from Earth has actually hacked into it. And then it starts talking to them.
1: Mm-hmm. It has a name. Hal 9000. Uh, has a really long name that I don't remember. And neither does Radical Edward. Radical Edward yeah, it's... <laughs> agrees that uh, uh, the computer's name is now MPU.
0: Yeah, NPU, <laughs> Because it's instead of a, a CPU, it's a neat PU. So, NPU.
1: I... I have accepted that the transition to commercial uh, are nonsensical. They mean nothing. I don't understand mm-hmm. them. It's not important for me to understand them. And the show doesn't care. They're yeah. It's not doesn't tie in with the episode. It's just weird about it. So yeah, I'm going to stop talking about them. But the paper one was what broke me. I wanted you to know <laughs> that was what did <laughs> The, crumpled, the paper? crumpled paper. The crumpled paper. crumpled paper. Because when it comes back from a commercial, it like dances across the screen. It like wiggles, and I'm like, what? And <laughs> like, what the fuck? What is this? have to do with anything? And the answer is nothing. The answer is nothing, Lexi. It doesn't have to do with anything.
0: It Was the '90s? You know,
1: fucking. They're like, Ooh, look at this, make this. Look at this crumpled <laughs> piece of paper wiggle across the screen. I can make it dance. Ooh, isn't that a fun transition to commercial? No. <laughs> weird <laughs> um
0: jet so we have this conversation with NPU um, and uh, Ed figures out that they are the one who did the lasers yes uh,
1: they uh, did the lasers mostly because they no one talks to MPU anymore and mm-hmm. he is really lonely, and he just wanted to, like, look at the earth that he looked at for a really long time, so he just redid the lines the best he could. Yeah. sad. Yeah, it's a bit sad. It's not as sad um, as the members of the Bebop actually eating those brown old peeps. Um, <laughs> but they do do that, so.
0: Yeah, uh, Spike feeds one to Ayn and Jet eats Jet a eats
1: bee. one! Jet knows better. Does <laughs> Brown old you know Faye gross-ass... was Faye was about to eat one. Faye ate dog food. Faye has no shame. Faye doesn't count. <laughs> Faye does not fucking count, and you know it.
0: Yeah, but uh, Jet just tosses a whole one right in his mouth, and
1: Unfucking believable. Even when that marshmallow was br- like bright yellow and new, I would refuse. There's no way you could on earth you could get me to eat peeps. <laughs> um
0: but after uh as ed and npu are having this conversation
1: the police jammed the signal yes they figured out <laughs> which satellite did the lines and they mm-hmm. they jammed um yeah at which point i think radical edward hacks the
0: bebop yeah, Radical Edward hacks the Bebop's computer and just, like, starts a video call. Zooms into the Bebop.
1: They're like, do we have- we got Skype on this thing? And they're like, no, we don't have Skype on this thing. No, we,
0: we do not have Skype. Our Discord is set to do not disturb.
1: <laughs> this should not be possible. But hacking is way cuter in the future, so all of the text makes a little smiley face. Mm-hmm. I like how this is all just stylistic, right? Like, Radical Edward could just send the little- the skype call right yeah she didn't she didn't have to make all, uh the cute little smiley face in the background that was not necessary that's just that's for style points you know Hmm. um
0: so uh ed calls uh, the bebop and is like hey i've i've got in- information on that on that bounty uh uh it was mpu mpu is a friend of edwards and this is deeply confusing, uh, the Bebop crew. It's,
1: and it's not helpful that Ed is talking about themselves in the third person. So they're like, oh, you know Radical Edward? And Ed's like, yeah, Ed knows Ed. Ed is Ed. And everybody's <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean, kid? Stop being weird.
0: Um. Uh, Ed kind of offhandedly goads spike into doing dangerous shit to get to retrieve this ai that has basically formed from this satellite Mm. uh processor yeah which is
1: interesting that is what it is calling about like listen you can get the bounty on the satellite because the satellite did it so all you need to do Mm -hmm. is destroy the satellite and make a copy of the ai that's on board while also downloading the real ai and when you, yes. when you turn that in, you'll be like, "This was the culprit." Give me my money. Yeah. And in order to do that, you have to go in manually and go out into outer space and do it, and also do some shooting, even though the laser system is still in place. And Spike's like, "What's yes. that? A chance of oh? death in space?" Mm, <laughs> interesting. Mm, I'm on right time. up my alley. Wow. I'm suddenly. I good <laughs> thing I took that nap. Now I feel way on board. <laughs>
0: um. And all Ed asks is for a for a favor. favor. Doesn't want,
1: like, keep the bounty. I don't care about it.
0: I don't, keep the bounty. I don't care about it. Um, so, Spike goes Doesn't even wait
1: for everyone to get ready. He's just, like, in the fucking, he's he's in the swordfish, too. He's like, (laughs) they're like, wait, shouldn't you? And he's like, nope, I'm gone. Goodbye. (laughs) Something dangerous. I need to go do We're it. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: They're
1: like, wait, you need to know. You got so much details we need to go over. He's like, not interested. Yeah. In us. Goodbye. So, uh
0: they, because the satellite will be able to tell that they are on their way if they use a computer, they have to do things manually. So the only way to go stealth is to, like, totally disable all of your normal computing processes on your ship. Yes.
1: This doesn't really work even a little bit. So I don't know why they mm. didn't tell Spike to just go for it. Because Spike hm? tries sneaking up on this, uh, this satellite, and the lasers still fire anyway. It's still, like, way too many yeah. lasers for Spike to deal with.
0: I do think it is very impressive that Spike is still able to fly this ship so well without any of the computers aiding him at all.
1: He's just using compressed air, I think, just to sort of yeah, zip it around. I mean, it's it's impressive.
0: Yeah, he's he's turned off turned off your
1: uh, things, Luke. <laughs> turn turn uh, off your targeting computer.
0: Yeah, turn off your targeting computer. Use your use the force, Spike. <laughs>
1: I don't even listen if S- S- spike existed in the star wars universe he would not he'd call he would be the guy with han saying your hokey space religion he would not be interested in the force even a little bit. no
0: spike uh, spike uh, spike is uh has like weird uh, interesting beliefs about uh like karma that we will soon see okay
1: well let me get let me figure that out and see how that that reconciles itself with the concept of the force because i certainly don't believe (laughs) that spike would be a jedi so
0: we we know spike listens to fortune tellers we've seen him do that yeah because fortune Uh,
1: telling to fortune telling in this universe is real (laughs) that was proven to us (laughs) Mm -hmm. first i think the first episode proved that that was real to
0: yeah. Like, factually. The first two episodes just established that fortune-telling works. I don't know how known that is, that fortune-telling I'm works. I'm not even sure Spike but... knows
1: how well. I'm sure he just passed and was like, yeah, let's fucking check it out. Maybe. <laughs> um, but there's a, there, despite all this, um, It's still hard, Spike, yeah, it's still hard for Spike to get close, so Faye's gotta sort of throw her hat into yeah. the ring to distract M.P.U.
0: Yeah. And there's a, there's like some cool space maneuvering and a whole bunch of lasers yeah, firing around i was gonna say the
1: ships look really it does, cool or... it is this is a beautifully animated scene it's actually really cool um it is becoming more clear to me as as we get through this show where isoken pulled its animated references from for like the <laughs> like it's <laughs> like it's how to anime sections mm-hmm. um all of the stuff with the 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 swordfish and the bebop by water, all of this stuff with them zipping around asteroids. And so this is it. This is what they pulled from <laughs> this show. I'm sure there are other shows that do this, but this is the one that, that Isokin was thinking. of.
0: Yeah. This is the one you're seeing and you're like, ah, I can see the touchstones. Yes. Because that
1: even, even, uh, Asakusa was saying, okay, everything has to work. It has to function in some way. There has to be mm-hmm. reasons to it, and that is what the ships and things do on this show. There are, like, yeah, mechanisms... All that, yeah, all of these... <laughs> there's, like, mechanisms that use compressed air to slow down and things like that.
0: The, the hatch that uh, Spike is in, like, comes off in a cool way. Yeah. It, like, has a hinge and it, like, unclamps and everything whirs and swivels and interesting and fun ways to look at this is what
1: happens when you're the anime watson is that you get to this realization a good you know five to ten years after everyone else has made it so here i am in the glorious light of the future i figured it out i solved this one and i didn't need lexi to tell me and even though she was back there the whole time like oh yeah that this is pretty cowboy bebop i know yeah this is sure is (laughs) sure is bebopping here and i'm like hmm interesting i sure love how it looks? And you're like, yes, Watson. Excellent. This yeah. research will be important later. This might help us <laughs> solve of... a future mystery.
0: <laughs> and what do you know? It does. You know what? It
1: did help. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: But Spike is able to get up to the computer. Uh, he downloads MPU. Uh, Ed is able to make his copy, and it kind of fries his goggles uh fries their goggles a bit um and uh they take the disc to the police and the police is the police officer that takes it seems a bit skeptical yeah, but you they know. do not
1: believe him they do not believe spike at all luckily radical edward promised to uh <laughs> give them solid proof Mm-hmm uh, that this was in fact the case so they did turn it in yeah um I think the episode ends uh with a um a shot of uh big shot, like where the, Oh uh that's before we get to the big shot,
0: uh Faye tries to get uh Jet to leave the planet without coming for to get Edward Dirt, uh, dirt because that was move. apparently the promise. Dirtbag move. Dirtbag move. Uh <laughs> too bad the bebop is in range of edward who can just fucking hack the ship ship
1: right the fuck around uh (gasps) jet's like why what's happening what have you done
0: what have you done (laughs) also we know for Um, a
1: fact that uh, edward is not very good at remote controlling ships so (laughs) they should just (laughs) let edward on board and not fucking (laughs) have them control it because jesus fucking christ
0: yeah, but uh, Edward has joined the Bebop crew, uh, and it's time for Big Shot.
1: Um, that's everybody. So that's every no. That's everybody. That's the the full Bebop crew. Because I know because of the thumbnail on Netflix that it's everybody in the lineup. So I know that's the last one.
0: Yep, it's the Bebop crew. That's it. They're all together.
1: Uh, but it is time for Big Shot. <laughs> um, it is a uh, it is a, an extended segment. Of exactly why the Bebop did not get paid for today's episode. (laughs) I do like that,
0: uh, our, our, our male cowboy friend who has an inconsistent accent, uh, was handed a, a note that has all this legalese on it, uh, that, uh, with a little, like, clow, uh, a little cow, like, grabber claw thing. (laughs) 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 <laughs> which is there are so many just like it's good fun like minute details in this show that i love it's very <laughs> funny uh,
1: this uh, is a good bit to end the episode on because my favorite thing is figuring out exactly how the bebo uh the crew of the bebop did not get paid for the episode that they were just in <laughs> and this episode was like it might be kind of confusing and it seemed like they won but actually here's why they did not Here's why they, again, did not get paid for their efforts.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's because long ago, uh, at some point in the past, uh, the galactic government uh, decided that AIs do not count. AIs and robots do not count for bounties. You can't get a bounty on an AI.
1: <laughs> so, fuck, fuck the bebop, I guess. Um, Spike uh, tells Jet you know what three things that i hate it is kids animals and bossy women and they're all on my fucking ship jet why are why are they all on board
0: uh i do like the shot uh i do like the three shots that they
1: show uh i think the, which... the dub is funny because the in the dub it's beasts um, which is extra funny to see Spike calling a struggling Ein and Zero-G a beast. Ayn,
0: Ayn is not struggling. Ein is having a great time. Just dog paddling plat- through Zero-G.
1: I don't know why he loves it so much. My dog would not be having a good time in Zero-Gravity.
0: Um, And uh, uh, Ed is also having a fun time in Zero-G... Fay is just wreathed in cigarette smoke bad
1: we get the button on the episode is as they fly away from earth uh it turns out that mq carved uh edwards smiley face on all of south america
0: on all of south america it's a good thing no one lives it's, on, it's on the surface good, of south it, america it sure is a good <laughs>
1: thing that nobody fucking lives on the surface of earth anymore because you just graffitied a yeah. whole planet the one that we live on, so yeah. <laughs> uh, and as we as it sort of cuts to credit, um, he's like, "Wait, you're a girl," and the answer yeah. is, "We don't know."
0: We uh, maybe listen, you can you can say that, but uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna stick to my guns and say that this this is a pretty gender ambiguous person. Yeah. Uh, perhaps living outside the binary of gender. I would say
1: that uh, yeah this uh that um edward is pretty purposefully unspecific and also doesn't Mm -hmm. answer questions about it and also refers to themselves in the third person so it's hard to get another read on it in 2021
0: yeah it's a it's hard to get a read on it but it's uh,
1: 2022 hard to get another read on it in 2022
0: oh yeah we still need to it's been three days sure has we've uh (laughs) gonna have to get a grip on that one uh but just get... yeah it is it is uh, a fairly common amongst uh cowboy bebop fans like myself to say that yeah edward's edward's just fucking non-binary <laughs> like it's do we, do we not... like look
1: at look at them <gasps> do we not that have... kid ain't straight <gasps> what they are certainly too cute is what i would say is they are there is nothing cis about what's going on here. I listen, I know anybody can wear a crop top. What I am saying is that I know not very many straight dudes wear crop tops. I that has successfully <laughs> been uh been uh absorbed into gay culture effectively. <laughs> Powerful stuff going on with crop tops. Everybody that's everybody is wearing. But, it looks pretty good on
0: Ed, is what I will say. I like I like Ed as a character design, like, pretty
1: generally. Yeah, listen, I was excited to see Spike out of his suit in the one shot in this episode. I was like, oh, he does own other clothes. Yeah. Good for Spike.
0: Yeah, in, in the next episode, we're going to see... Spike just
1: fully out of his wow, suit. I love va- which is I love vacation spike. <laughs> I but what I what I appreciate about Ed is that they their whole get up casual wear. I can't imagine yep. Faye Valentine is comfortable in what she is wearing. There's no way. <laughs> she wears it to look hot and it, and she knows it and that's fine. That's good even. But <laughs> Edward is like, practicality. I need to be comfortable. I need to be comfortable when I hack
0: athleisure all the time all the time you can work up a sweat hacking
1: i don't know if that's true i guess in the metaverse you could and also there's a lot of rolling around on the ground when ed hacks you know what i mean yeah ed is a very active character they seem to there's a lot of physicality that goes into edward's hacking. That I don't think is strictly necessary, but I get why you want to sort of have clothes that breathe.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's it for this episode. Um, so we should... We're also going to take a moment to breathe. Yeah, we're going to take
1: a moment to breathe.
0: I'm going to put on some athleisure wear. We're both
1: going to come back from the break in crop tops. (laughs) You won't be able to appreciate that since this is an audio medium, but just picture us. I still, we're still in our full Victorian garb, just sexier. Yeah. (laughs) Mm,
0: I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about a Victorian crop top now. I would like that. I would like to see that. Isn't it
1: just a short corset? Yeah,
0: that would be just like a short corset.
1: Well, we have to go to break while we research this. We gotta go to break. Okay, we'll talk to you after the break. Lexi, i hope you feel rested i hope you feel oh what's this oh i'm being handed uh oh this looks like an important document uh yeah thank you oh excellent my lab results are back in i sent this off i sent the research off to the boys down in the lab uh to do some important research on victorian crop tops and i have some (laughs) i have some important data to share with you i think that's pretty oh yeah it's pretty important for our, our podcast that i share this with you um okay thank you <laughs> yeah it's just this is a secret between you me and our listeners okay don't share this out in the wide mm-hmm. world this is uh purely purely the notes that we need to keep as a uh as a detective agency um mm-hmm. oh yeah that's a victorian crop top that i was handed you want to describe it for the listeners while i show you the second oh other this victorian is actually crop top that i found
0: this is actually pretty good uh it's got uh We've got like a roughly collared top that uh is shoulderless mm-hmm. uh it's white and it has uh a a sheer uh like uh collarbone area mm-hmm. but it still has like a victorian co- like ruffled collar on it. My favorite um, part
1: of this Lexi is that there are long sleeves attached to it yes and they're still long dangly lacy uh, Dracula sleeves. Yes,
0: that's, they're long Dracula sleeves that, that are good. That's
1: my favorite part. Now, here's the second uh, second Victorian crop top that I found in my research. Oh, this one's a lot plainer. This one is just a, a simple, it's a lot simpler cut.
0: It's a lot plainer, but I I, I like this as well. This is kind of like just uh, a a shortened button up. Like, what if you brought the uh, cinch on? A button up just a little bit higher Mm -hmm. and it and it was like really tight around the underbust and it has like some short uh ruffled sleeves that are a little bit poofy those that's nice so i like this yeah
1: so i'm so glad that the boys down in the lab had a quick turnaround time uh on that one it was really important uh to let us know that vampires could be sexy with their tummies out (laughs) at any period in time
0: at any period any any period of time they had the technology yeah
1: they did they had it all the way back in the day they had it back mm-hmm. when i almost said when shakespeare walked the earth like he was a <laughs> dinosaur but no i suppose yeah i guess yes <laughs> that'd be a very different end of that movie if the the sort of banner that fell was when shakespeare walked the earth Ooh.
0: You know who who would rock uh, one of these types of uh, crop tops? Who? Puck. puck. From A, a Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm-hmm. This is
1: very Puck. This is, this is much to think about, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should get into theater production design. Because <laughs> we're the only ones brave enough out here to Google Victorian crop tops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're right. You're right. I just think there could be a lot added to the theater community. I don't know what they generally get up to, but I feel like we... We're,
0: I'm going to pin these.
1: I <laughs> uh, feel like we could get in there and just get some new blood in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, Yeah. you know. Well, speaking of new blood, uh, <laughs> I can't believe that... Uh, one, Pippu is back, baby. Pippu is, Pippu ba- is back. Ooh! Return to the King! Uh, we'd love to see we'd some more Pitbull. we love pipu. to see some Pipo. But the new blood uh, of Radical Edward uh, is loose on the Bebop. And I use the word loose on the Bebop because uh, they seem to be uh, living purely in the vents. Uh huh. Like a, like a vermin. Uh, and they walk on all <laughs> fours like an animal.
0: Like a xenomorph. Like a
1: xenomorph. And uh, it has a. <laughs> They have a taste for blood much like a xenomorph. <laughs> uh there is a there is a, a rugged looking man tied up. It seems to be a bounty that the Bebop has collected on. Uh mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure what um what Radical Edward did to help uh, catch this man. Uh, but she's putting in her work now uh by biting, kicking biting. and uh spitting on him. So
0: by just generally being a a a more of a beast than Ein is being honestly Ayn,
1: let me put this in perspective for you that's not watching the episode right now Ein looks disappointed yeah in edward for doing this
0: Ein looks as though he is thinking i am disappointed in this human I for behaving this I way i can't
1: believe that you've done this because people are going to say you're acting like a dog and me i'm over here doing nothing I'm over here doing nothing. I'm being perfectly pleasant. Perfectly pleasant. And hey, let me tell you, for how sad an episode this is, real weird opening. Real weird real, opening. Real, but real we- They have to remind <laughs> us that Edward's on board, I guess.
0: We, we, we need two things established early in this episode. A, the Bebop has a bounty that they are ready to turn in. B,
1: Edward is still here. Edward is still here. Um... And then we don't really see Edward again for the rest of the episode because this is a jet episode, baby.
0: This is a jet episode. This is our first real jet episode.
1: And you know it's going to be a sad one when the sepia tone hits on a flashback uh, about a mysterious <gasps> yeah. pocket watch, and there's rain at some point, and a woman walking away in the rain. And jet, yeah, we. <laughs> you know it's going to be. I want to lay this one. out cuz these are like this is like a
0: good series of shots we cut to jet who is like at his pilot chair and he's looking at a broken pocket watch which seems to be working on a different kind of time than space, we work yeah, on space time uh because uh the highest number on this like analog clock is 15 yeah
1: there's no listen Uh, there's no reason to keep it to 12 hours on a clock anymore because earth blew up the moon blew up no one cares about earth time anymore it's not the same so you got to standardize time somehow so we're on space time Mm -hmm. 15 hour day yeah um
0: and like a, a nice like thing from this like flashback moment we see him like looking at this pocket watch and it like Shows us Jet from the pocket watch's perspective, and the rain comes in before we go to like the flashback of seeing Jet in a doorway and seeing the pocket watch with a uh left on top of a note on a bed.
1: Who <sighs> he is not doing well. Yeah, he's not. He's kind of distracted.
0: Thinking. I would say. He's a bit distractive, and the rest of the Bebop crew has noticed this. I I like the way Faye just kinda glides by in this like opening section where she just like uses zero gravity to glide by Jet's pilot chair.
1: Yeah. Spike is like, hey man, you seem distracted. Uh have you even called to land the ship yet? You you good, bud? Jet's like, yeah, whatever, don't fucking worry about it. I just uh doing Thinking about stuff over here, and Faye glides by and is like, "What are you, an asshole? Were you an asshole to a woman? Is this about a woman? <laughs> the, uh, uh, were you an asshole to
0: w- a woman?"
1: Ah, uh, no, I get it. She was an asshole. A woman
0: was her. an asshole to
1: you. <laughs> Spike's, like, Spikes like, what's happening? And Jet is like, "Shut the fuck up! I was just sitting here looking at a watch. Leave me alone, you horrible woman." <laughs> She's not wrong, though. She's not wrong. She guess it's right. She's just an asshole about it. Jet works hard every day, fixing their shit when they break it, piloting the mm-hmm. bebop around. He gets to have one moment where he gets to look sadly <laughs> at a pocket watch after we do all this shit with everybody else. And <laughs> Faye's going to be a douche about it? I don't think so. Faye can shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up Friday. And shut the fuck up Friday, Faye. Let Jet be sad we uh um. come to understand that he gets he calls in to set up the landing procedure uh mm-hmm. and the guy on the other end is an old cop buddy of his as it turns out the planet they're landing on or the moon is ganymede uh which is jet's home planet or home moon i mm-hmm. guess
0: yeah this is this is uh where jet grew up supposedly and like spent most of his time uh, as an adult before he went off to be a bounty
1: hunter. Yeah, it turns out he uh, lived as a cop here for uh, yeah. a long period of time. So much so that he yeah. has a nickname called the Black Dog. Because once Jet Black gets his teeth into something, he ain't never let go.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a bad nickname.
0: You don't like the nickname? His name's
1: fucking Jet Black, and they're like, I wonder how we can make this cooler. <laughs> Like, you can't. No, you can't. His he, name's, Jet, his name's Black. Jet Black. Just fucking call him Jet or Jet Black. Don't fucking make up a dumb name for him.
0: And Faye, Faye's like, oh, so he's a cop. Now I get why we don't, we do not, <laughs> why I get, don't like I him. Do not get along. Which is the other... Faye Valentine says a cab.
1: <laughs> except, except that Jet also does not like. Cops, presumably, because he's no longer one and a bounty hunter now, so... <laughs> I guess bounty um, hunters are just cops, but in space.
0: Yeah, the I feel like bounty hunters have a weird relationship with the police, because they turn in the bounties to the police to get money, but it seems like there's it's like a a working relationship but they aren't exactly on the you know the same side
1: and it does seem like after last episode the police are actively looking for any reason not to pay bounty hunters yeah so it can't be good like they're not friends i don't think the cops of this universe solve any more problems than the cops of our universe do uh yeah so it really
0: seems like they are they are uh re relying on outside people, which the they pay probably not well enough to do their job for them. It seems like yeah. is what cops are doing. Seems interesting. Hey, all the dangerous criminals. Yeah, can you go can get you go those get for us? We really don't we want can't. to.
1: I guess there's not really a centralized solar system police force. So if if you have people hopping between systems and or like worlds in this way Mm -hmm. i guess it makes sense to have bounty hunters do the lion's share of the work but also it seems awfully lazy to me yeah well we also Um, feel out the figure out that um jet's old flame elisa is uh on this planet
0: yep she's still here she's She's out living on the waterways uh she's got a bar and
1: yeah she's got a she's got uh, a joint uh called la hmm.
0: and she's uh, in some money trouble uh so jet goes off to find her while spike gets the bounty money they all yeah got from the bounty
1: it uh this let me tell you something <laughs> jet wastes no fucking time going to find elisa he leaves immediately mm-hmm he's like you turn the bounty hand whatever i don't care this yeah. show can fucking score a scene let me tell oh my you my god it's so good this there's just like a set of of scenes or like quick cuts of jet just flying like around mm-hmm. like the docks and stuff and through the air and it should be I, you could put like happy music on this as we just like explore the world or whatever but they put this sad like like old timey like blues sounding song it's, over top yeah and it just fills the whole thing with this melancholy that is immaculate yeah.
0: there's like a woman singing a like sad jazz song it's over this over this scene and it's
1: so good. I Don't know who is in charge of figuring out. I, I don't using the word the vibe seems reductive of what they're doing here. Um, but they're they are clearly pulling from Casablanca in a, in a big way for for like the bar, you know, in in this city that he's coming to, and there's an old flame that he runs into. But it is, mm-hmm. uh, god, I it you could score this episode so many different ways and the fact that they're like oh it's like we're doing casablanca so the music needs to reflect the melancholy of casablanca and that is how they found like an emotional core to this episode that is incredible
0: um yeah uh we and we do know who uh who did the sound and like soundtrack work for Cowboy Bebop, it was Yoko Kana. She fucking and
1: did it again. She fucking, did, she it fucking again. did it
0: again.
1: This motherfucker don't miss.
0: She doesn't she miss. She doesn't
1: miss. She's so good. Um.
0: It's it's so good. <laughs> and like they they do the sad song thing twice this episode, and each time it's, it's so very good. good. It's
1: so good. <laughs> well, I wanna get to that. We'll I, the I wanna get to that one. second scene because it's really important that we talk about the music scoring for that scene. Yeah. When we get to it. But uh Spike turns into bounty. It's always like when the the wop completes a bounty, it's like in the first minute of the episode, and it was like it took them no trouble at all. But when the episode mm-hmm. is about them collecting a bounty, they never do it.
0: They never do it. it um But So Spike Spike <gasps> and Faye are arguing. Mm-hmm. Because they have a, a short argument. Yeah. Uh, in front of the police station,
1: Faye thinks Jet is stupid for going to see his old flame. Yeah. Because she's because like, why would you? Why would you? You know.
0: She's a, you've been away for so long. She's not thinking about you, man. Like, come on.
1: That's Faye's. That's Faye's take on this deal. I mean, um, and Spike's like. Of course you'd think that. You would think every woman acts like you, and that's not true.
0: <laughs> He's not wrong. Not every woman is Faye Valentine.
1: Speaking of Faye Valentine, boy The Boy The animators of this episode were like, how do we get Faye Valentine into a bikini? Wouldn't it be good <laughs> if we got Faye Valentine who's very hot into a bikini? In into a bikini? and like some
0: just really good swimwear
1: what if we had what if we what if we had some interesting shots of faye valentine in a (laughs) bikini yeah i was
0: interested in these shots
1: well of course you were fucking i'm not uh. (laughs) i can't believe we talk about shows that leer all the time and you're doing the leering right now this you're, you're doing it
0: I'm doing it. I can't help it. I'm less. I'm girl. I'm less. It's lesbian. I
1: I get it. I'm just. Sa- you're doing the lyric I
0: like Fey. Fa- I like this swimsuit. Honestly, though, it's it's pretty. I I, I would wear this swimsuit. It is. <laughs> if I had the cleavage for it, I would. Fine.
1: This is all fine. I hate her shades. They're ugly. They're like gas station. You don't like the They're shades? gas station sunglasses. Bad shades. Doesn't matter what I think about this. What I what I know happened was there was a meeting where they're like, all right, we think Faye Valentine's hot. Everybody thinks Faye Valentine's hot. How do what episode makes sense to get her in a bikini so we can see all of Faye Valentine? And they're like, What about a really sad, thoughtful episode starring jet black and an old old flame that's very Casablanca esque? And they're like, Mm, perfect fit. Pitch perfect. Love it. Great episode to put this in. They have to have something
0: to, like, break the tension a little bit. So, you know,
1: hot lady. I can't believe you're defending this to me. I cannot believe it. <laughs> it's, I'm not even saying it's, like, gratuitous. I'm saying it is shameless. <laughs> it is shameless. They did it on purpose. Um, she does look good, though. I Listen, she looks good.
0: She looks good. Um, Jet finds the bar. But Jet finds the bar. And uh, there is a guy there in a yellow jacket who is
1: pretty fucking tense. Yeah, he almost pulls a gun as soon as Jet walks in. And, like, you don't even know that guy. Yeah, you don't even know Jet. I You're like, calm down, man. It, uh, seems, uh seems like you're pretty jumpy my guy there's no reason mm-hmm. for that um but Elisa does walk out tells uh i thought his name was brent it is not brent it's Rint. it's R- r-h-i-n-t yeah, it's Rint. and i was like okay i guess she's dating brent <laughs> you ever uh meet up with an old flame and she's just dating a brent i guess
0: oh i hate it when a, an old flame yeah. of mine is dating a
1: brent i can't believe a hot ex-girlfriend of mine dates a brent uh after, imagine can you fucking imagine if you dated a dude named jet black and uh you're like yeah so and ben- i'm not judging you or anything just i mean curious did you ever date anybody else before me and like yeah i dated a, a six uh six, six, uh muscle dude <laughs> named uh jet black and he's like oh um my name's brent <laughs> so, I guess this isn't gonna work out. <laughs> um, but she kicks rent out. She's
0: like, "No, don't." She kicks.
1: Don't w- worry about it. I'm
0: going to talk with my ex. You probably don't want to be around for the tension we're gonna have.
1: It'll be weird for you, so probably should bounce. Which he does. Hmm. Um. This is weirdly edited. It's like a they do like shot reverse shot, but we get like less than a second here. It, there's, it's not shot reverse shot because they're
0: doing a a few angles on her face as Jet and Olisa have this conversation. It's just like and
1: it it's just like it's so quick that it goes between close shot, wide shot, close shot, wide shot, but mm-hmm. it's like a second on her face.
0: Yes, I actually really like this is it's like very interesting to me and like the read i get from this is that like when she's saying these lines it feels like jet is examining her like trying to figure out if she's telling the truth in like all of these close-up like quick flashes it, it like
1: it, it gives an interesting tension to this I mean, it was noticeable enough that I noticed it. Who knows nothing about the cinematography or or the shot construction of shots in that way. But I was like, it's quick, right? It's supposed to be jarring. I get that. I don't know if it... I don't know. It is weird to me. I need to rewatch it to see if it works in motion. I think it works in motion. Mm Mm-hmm. But she does tell this conversation does not go well for jet black our friend jet black
0: oh no it does not go well for him at all uh cuz he's like so uh who was that guy and she my new
1: boyfriend <laughs> brent he's a lawyer
0: uh she she at first like pulls uh <laughs> a rude prank <laughs> on jet by saying oh that's my husband we have some kids have you met <laughs> our children just, like
1: for and, and Jet's like oh <coughs> <coughs> I have to go and she's like no no, no just kid. he's my but he is my boyfriend. We do have sex all the time. Yeah, actually though. Uh
0: Jet says that uh he's a bounty hunter now and he lives with a whole bunch of weirdos. He's like my life
1: after you <laughs> left did not get better. Let me tell you. <laughs> I thought it would and it super didn't. I li- I live on a ship that I do 90% of the work with a bunch of weirdos. And boy, do I barely get paid.
0: Um, and then Jet uh, takes out uh, the pocket watch and puts it on the, on the bar. Yes. And we cut to Spike, who is working on the swordfish.
1: He's on the swordfish. Sp- in a t-shirt. T-shirt, t-shirt. My guy. In <laughs> a t-shirt and cargo and pants. cargo pants. <laughs> Love that for him. Love Spike. Not in his fucking suit. Good.
0: Listen. He can he can do stuff not in his suit. He can yeah. listen, he's not going to do work on the swordfish. He fights and gets in a he suit.
1: Does, he does gunfights in his suit. He gets in his little tiny uh space suit. When he gets into his uh swordfish and space in his suit. You're telling me if if he had an option that he wouldn't wear his suit to work on his ship. Listen, he's a... How
0: many suits do you think uh, Spike Spiegel has? One. I don't think he, he owns wants to get whale on
1: it. He owns a suit. <laughs> I know this because I saw him wash it one episode and he didn't change into another suit. He had to wait until it was dry. So I know that motherfucker has one suit. He does not even like Jet Black who has his casino suit. He's got one. Yeah. Um this is spike. yeah this is bad for jet great for spike because he found a bounty on yeah <laughs> on rent
0: uh jet's old friend calls up and says hey uh because i'm a friend of jet i've got a real hot tip no one else knows about this yet uh there's a there's a bounty on elisa's
1: boyfriend Rent. uh he killed some lone sharks Critically, Spike does not know that this dude is dating Elisa, who Jet <laughs> wants to go see. That yeah. said, he did kill a criminal. He described no that's not true. I guess in the episode, in the dub, he describes him as, hmm, as Elisa's gigolo.
0: Yes, that's in the subs. All right, in the subs, he's described as the gigolo. In the dub. He says boyfriend.
1: That is an interesting translation. Yeah. Um. I. Faye needs to wake up. Faye's gonna get sunburned. (laughs) I do love to see the bebop at rest.
0: Yeah. Listen. It's a peaceful day on the bebop. for everyone except Jet Black. Um. I actually really like all of these like long just like nothing's really happening shot it's it does where...
1: set the the tone of this of ganymede as like a place where nothing happens like a coastal mm-hmm. city that's just like nice to sit and fish in Mm-hmm. and
0: uh ed's fishing
1: Ed is... trying to do some fishing it is fishing <laughs> does catch something by the end of this episode actually <laughs> pretty fucked up
0: i like the weird little fish that uh they pull up at first that uh absconds with itself
1: yeah
0: uh it's bad as they pull it up i hate it <laughs> it's a, it's like a wait wait a second is this fish trans colored Oh my god! let me get a second look at this fish
1: i don't i don't think there's pink on it it is
0: there's fucking pink on it it's pink and blue. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> can't believe It's
0: a pastel pink and I blue and there's some white. I can't believe the alien, <laughs> the
1: alien fish is trans.
0: The alien fish is trans. The alien
1: fish is trans. Well, this is our hottest take on cowboy Pop <laughs> I think we've ever had is the, the the fish in episode 10 uh is trans yes that's the, that's the kind of good investigative shit you're only gonna get from us i dare <laughs> you to go to any other podcast that's ever talked about cowboy bebop and see if they even talk about that fucking fish they don't
0: i i actually i found that there's another uh, cowboy bebop rewatch podcast that i need to listen to because they liked one of my tweets so i need to
1: <laughs> well we're certain i need to check them out Yeah, this is certainly not as scoping out the competition i like to think we're all friends here yeah uh, listen on the bebop we all have different bebop takes. if if they, there's enough room in the pool to play if we get if we get to talk to them at any point i do want to ask their thoughts about the trans fish in session 10 because <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be like "Ooh, this was a mistake we never should have done a we never should have done a, a crossover <laughs> episode between our podcasts in any way <laughs> And we're just going to be really insistent on that one point. We're like, what, okay, but session ten, yeah, beautiful episode. What would you think about the trans fish? Is that something you all noticed? No,
0: is that did you did you notice
1: the trans fish at all? Okay, well, um, we have some thoughts about it. You want to? Let's just go over it. The fish is trans. The fish that's, is my trans. that's really the only thought about it. Um, <laughs> curious to hear your thoughts. Um. Anyway, hit us up. <laughs> Reach out. I promise it'll be fun. Listen, we're fun people to talk to. We're fun people to talk to. Um, we are back at La with Alisa yes. and Jet.
0: In a not-fun conversation. In a not-fun conversation.
1: <laughs> they could care less about the trans fish that we're <laughs> really stuck on. Um, <gasps> yeah. Ooh, Jet's having a, oh. a bad fucking day. Um, yeah,
0: Um. so... We learned that the way Alisa broke up with Jet, uh, he says every time he would get off work, he would come home and she would be there and he'd be like, and he would know that everything was fine. That, like, he, he was able, he felt good about the world as long as she was around. Right. But then one day he comes home. And all that's there is a pocket watch and a note that reads,
1: Farewell. And, uh, boy. He sort of talks about, he really just wants to know why. He made a deal with himself that he would wait with the po- on Ganymede with the pocket watch for her until the pocket watch stopped working. And that would be mm-hmm. his sign that he needed to move on and get out and, and go do something else with his life. Which eventually happened because now he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. It So he tells this story to Elisa and he says, I just want to know why you did that. Because it was pretty devastating for me. You know, I thought we had like a perfect life and I really cared about you just up and left. Uh, and uh, Elisa says, I can't believe you've come back here and thought time just stopped on this planet. Your pocket watch stopped and you thought we all just stopped existing here. Or like we're frozen in time. She says to Jet, it was so long ago and so unimportant to her that she doesn't remember. And... Uh, <laughs> brutal fucking brutal for jet black who came to be like hey why'd you do this fucking really hurtful thing um i think about it often and she's like i honestly don't remember i don't (laughs) was so long ago that i honestly and so unimportant to me that you were just a boyfriend that i had a long time ago (laughs)
0: leave uh, Jet pulls up to Lavin and orders
1: some closure. Uh, closure <laughs> machine broke. Closure machine it... fucking broke, Jet Black. Go someplace else. Incomprehensible. Goodbye. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rough day for my guy, Jet. He's having a bad day. Uh, um, Rint's Um, is... you know who else is having a bad day is Rint. <laughs> is Rint. having a bad fucking day after he killed that guy.
0: Um, yeah, he's sitting outside Lefin, uh, trying to, uh, light a cigarette, and he's doing bad, and we see the flashback of him killing this dude just before, uh, they were about to kill Alisa. So, hey, um, it seems like, uh, Rin- was okay in doing this. This seems like I don't think Rent's a bad now, guy. They
1: really set Rent up to be a, a bad guy, and he's not, actually. He is He's uh, not.
0: Like <laughs>
1: debt collectors suck, and these debt collectors especially suck. Right. <laughs> and he seems like he's having a pretty reasonable uh breakdown in Bad Day after killing someone, which seems mm-hmm. to upset uh, have upset him quite a bit. Uh, yes spike is hot on his trail he is yeah spike's hot on this guy's trail hunting all over the city
0: um Ooh. spike uh uh jet leaves and uh we see uh shots of spikes like asking around for where this bar is and uh rent comes to elisa and is like i don't know what i'm gonna fucking do i have i'm freaking the
1: fuck out he killed a uh, man I, I, I killed a guy I killed a guy and delisa's like okay listen the bar's gonna go under obviously we already talked about that let's just get out of here let's fucking run away let's... before a bounty hunter comes like your ex realizes that i have a bounty on my head maybe so they let's yeah, hit the bricks let's fucking get out of here uh and they do they leave mm-hmm. for all of 10 seconds before spike spiegel uh finds them swoops in on them Mm -hmm. Uh, and just start shooting at them. There is a passenger on board, Spike. She hasn't done anything wrong.
0: I think Spike is trying to get their engines on
1: that boat. Yeah, but with bullets, which have, you know, traditionally never accidentally killed anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but
0: there's a short chase sequence, uh, but eventually uh Rint and uh Lisa go into this tunnel that Spike can't uh, get into and he has to make a like like 90 degree turn upward and uh like skims across the uh side of this building and almost almost runs into Jet Black on the other side.
1: Importantly, as Spike is chasing Elisa and Rint, there is no music in the background. Not even no music. not even fun chase music um he when he runs into spike or when spike runs into jet uh rather uh they both are chasing uh rent and elisa and jet's like you need to back the fuck off i will do this this used to be my beat when i was a cop this is my thing Mm -hmm. to settle and spike's like you're not gonna let them go are you spikes or and jet says I'm gonna I'm gonna get this guy like don't worry I have it handled
0: I have it handled don't worry about it as
1: soon as Jet takes over the chase scene you get that sad jazzy like Casablanca number over this chase scene in arguably something in in somebody else's hands would put like a fun beat over top of this like it's a it's Mm -hmm. a fun chase scene they go through a ton of obstacles it looks so good. It looks great. But, but, the, but the music is so sad. The, the show understands that this is actually heartbreaking for Jet. That he has mm-hmm. to chase this guy. So even though the animation and the sequence of this chase is wicked fun, uh, the show understands that this is actually a horrible day that Jet is having. And it should be scored accordingly to how miserable Jet is going to be to succeed. Which he does. Mm-hmm. He breaks through their engine. They coast to a stop and uh, basically wash up on the on the rocky shore.
0: Yeah, um, during during the chase, Alisa uh, gets a hold of Rinse Gun, and as Jet is approaching, Alisa pulls the gun on Jet and is like, "Don't come any further," like fucking cut it out stop chasing us
1: she's a terrible shot jet keeps just keeps walking forward
0: um alisa tells jet that with him she never felt like she had any decisions in where her life went that she that she could not get anywhere or do anything without him and it was just too stifling and she had to go to like prove to herself that she could she could be a person without him
1: this i was confused about in the episode why she left him a like a pocket watch and like the note obviously is just like i'm not coming back but the the pocket watch confused me uh until we got here in the episode uh because she is essentially saying to jet you were using me to keep time in your day like Mm -hmm. i was just a a fixture that you returned to like clockwork that gave you some sense of normality you wanted me to freeze when i you weren't there and then come back like and just live my life as soon as you were there and you would still be in charge of it when you came back and she's like the pocket watch is like you know what does that better than me a human person a pocket watch (laughs) Hmm. she wanted to make her own choices even if they were bad ones and boy were they bad ones they were bad ones but
0: jet says listen he can probably get off on self-defense it's not going to be too bad and I, I do want to point out that Jet Black, in this very emotional moment, is is doing the Spike Spiegel, get shot at, don't flinch. Don't
1: flinch. I think, okay, but I think the critical difference here is that Spike doesn't care if he gets hit or not, and mm-hmm. Jet knows that she would never shoot him.
0: Yeah, that's a very uh,
1: important difference. She's shooting, she can't be that cl- bad of a shot. She is too close yeah. to him. And she dated Jet Black for too long to be this bad of a shot. I know that's not true. Uh, mm-hmm. So she is purposely missing, or she's firing warning shots. So, But Jet is like... He still calls the cops, and he still collects on the bounty, but he does, I think, put in a good word here, for rent.
0: Yeah. And... he He says... To uh he says to Rint that, hey, buck up. You gotta you, you gotta be able to be for her when you get out. Yeah. Be here for her when you get out.
1: Like you don't wanna go to jail, whatever, but you gotta fucking figure this shit out, and if you're gonna date her, you need to fucking be good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh uh.
0: Oh. Rint Rint gets uh, picked up by the police. Jet Throws the pocket watch into the sea of Gan uh, on Ganymede,
1: and the the worst. I mean, the gut punch for Jet is him in this final moment. He asks Elisa what she's going to do, right? And she's like, "Well, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just wait in my store until um until rent gets out," which is. Let's dissect this for a moment because Mm -hmm. this is the worst thing that she possibly could could have said to our boy Jet because the whole reason she left Jet was because she felt like she was waiting around for him and that he was Mm -hmm. in control of her because she was basically just a facet in her life. And she was, you know, frozen in time until he showed up and then could dictate her life, which there might be some truth to. Jet is kind of that way. Um, But the ending note for this episode, Elisa says, that's exactly what I'm going to do for my boyfriend, Rent because I actually love him. I'm going to wait until he gets out of jail at my place that he knows that I'm going to be at. I will be frozen in time until he is back, and then I will move forward with my life. Ugh. and jet walks away and it's like well i hope it doesn't take too long and then he yep. fucking throws that pocket watch into the sea of Ganymede because he's like she never loved me i can't believe i did this whole day today go yeah i thought this was gonna be an important moment for me i thought i was gonna get closure and no it actually just fucking sucked all day the woman that i thought that i loved not only didn't love me, but now I know for certain that she didn't love me. Yep. Oof. It hurts. Ah, it just, just the, they couldn't just let, they couldn't just let Jet get away with being like, I'm. and I'm sorry that I had to catch your boyfriend. I feel bad for that. They had to end the episode with saying, you know that thing I refused to do for you? I'm going to do it for this other guy that I'm with now. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Oof. Damn. Damn. Ah. Rough this stuff. This show's good. This show's good. Ah. What? Just a just a fucking <laughs> gut punch for Jet. At least, you know what? He makes his own closure when he throws that pocket watch away. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Mm hmm. He's like, I'm not letting this dictate my, the, mm-hmm. the past is definitely in the past now. He
0: he isn't worrying about finding her again and like anything about anything like that. He's just no. He done. knows now.
1: I I in this way, him he, him making his own closure in this moment is the best thing that he could have done. I think it's it's important. It's an important message to say. You know what some. Some things you're not going to get closure on or some things you're going to realize uh, are the worst possible version. Your idealized version of your life did, never existed. And the life that you wanted with someone or wanted for yourself is someone else's now. And, mm-hmm. and the only way to get around, with, around it and get closure on it is just decide that you don't fucking care about it anymore. You've moved on too and it's different now. Yeah. This was a good episode. In other words, <sighs> this was a really good episode. <laughs> uh, man, Cowboy Bebop sure doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't. The last it one. always looks good. It always sounds good. The uh, the last episode we pulled punches on was episode two, and that was the one with the dog. So I'm yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah good shit good shit well i hope i hope they still be the, are this good i didn't care so much about uh the episode with edward but whoa, oh boy a ganymede elegy
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'll take that one every time yeah i was not su- a super big fan of edward i liked them fishing that was fun edward's nice with it you know women want them fish fear them that sort of thing
0: (laughs) Uh, but you know some sometimes you have to have like i feel like a lot of bebop is these like okay we're gonna give you a really fun one because the next one's gonna be rough
1: it (laughs) they really swing back and forth don't they one time you're trying to fight a monkey bomb and they, they got to go into ghost space to get rid of the monkey mm-hmm. bombs. And and in one, you have to uh, reconcile uh, your emotions uh, <laughs> connected to your stagnant past with an ever marching uh, timeline forward, you know, and, and mm-hmm. how relationship evolve over time. So really, they <laughs> cover the whole the whole spread here on Cowboy Bebop. They really do. <laughs> to their credit. Mm-hmm. God, you watch an episode like this, and you're like, "What did they do a couple episodes ago? The monkeys? Oh, the what? monkeys! The monkeys! Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> the monkeys? <sighs> <sighs> Fucked up."
0: Anyway, that's it uh, for this episode. Um, Holden, where can people find you on the internet?
1: They can find me on Twitter.com at not underscore daredevil. And
0: you can find me on the internet at, on Twitter at Hex of Lexi. You can also email this uh, uh, podcast at uh, studyinsakuga at gmail.com.
1: Where can we email this other podcast at? Because I want to ask them questions about the trans fish. Um, I'm not sure. We'll have to do some research. We'll report
0: back. We'll have to do some research about that. Um. Uh, I would like to, uh, uh, address an email that we got, uh, uh, just came in recently from a friend of the show, Henry, Mm -hmm. uh, subject, uh, subject of the email, this man, (laughs) body of the email, this man just ate a cigarette, why?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spike could do better. They say smoking kills, but I don't think that they figured that it would kill in this specific way. By eating a <laughs> cigarette that you're smoking. <laughs> Spike loves um, to do two things. Smoke in front of no smoking signs and eat things he shouldn't. Um.
0: Thank you, Henry, for the email. I
1: appreciate that. Thank you.
0: If you would like me to, if you would like us to talk about your emails on the podcast, please email us at our email, Sakuga at email, uh, gmail.com.
1: Uh, and if um, you want to, uh, find us on Twitter, we are at sakugapod, where you can send us, uh, just your thoughts. How, just your thoughts? How you doing? How you doing?
0: How you doing? I actually, <laughs> uh, I saw a, a tweet about, uh, fun colored technology, and we, we, referenced that in the last episode so i had to retweet that i think it was important it was important um but uh also uh we would like to thank our the artist who did the art for our uh logo rainbow lithium thank you again for that um also uh if you're feeling up to it, if you think you can brave the depths of iTunes, uh, find our actual you should iTunes rate day. our podcast,
1: <laughs> find our actual iTunes. <laughs> if you think, just get in there, get you know, through the trenches. Uh, there's your there was who's that at the bar, your old flame. Ah, you know what? You should have a long, in depth conversation with them about how you feel and how you both moved on with your lives. But before you do that, you should leave an excellent tip of five stars.
0: <laughs> um are you a rad enough dude to rate us uh five stars on are you apple a
1: radical enough apple to rate us five stars if in fact <laughs> if in fact you can hack apple and get in there and do a bunch of cutesy uh, smiley faces and just give us those stars without actually having to do you know a ton of work we would appreciate that as well. that
0: would be a, a big help also just telling your friends about us that would be a, a good way to get the word out too absolutely
1: Word of mouth Um, or futuristic hacking. We're not picky here at Sakuga Pod. We're not picky. Uh, We just won't pay for it. No, we absolutely won't, but we'll say thank you. Yes.
0: Um, With all of those thanks and public servants announcements done, uh, I think we can uh, say that we have studied the Sakuga we have inscribed our initials onto South America, and we can consider this case closed.
1: <laughs> do you think MPU did that just because they're like, oh, this is my nice friend that I made. I'll, I mm-hmm. have to let them know that they're my nice friend. How do I, how I do I'm that? sure that's
0: it. <laughs> I know, I'll just make their logo on South America.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, people on the, the planet's surface are fleeing from a horrible orbital laser. <laughs> that is carving up the landscape of South America.
0: <laughs> it's a It's okay. The weather service seems pretty on top of
1: uh <laughs> It's a bleak but pretty cute future on a devastated earth.
0: <laughs> also, it's good to know that this is a, a a sci-fi show where it sucks to live on earth.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a fun note that we always like to- in mm-hmm. in the distant future it still sucks to live on planet earth it's just a miserable time on the third planet from the sun